podcast is my reality. It is up to you, my devoted listeners, to decide what is reality and what is not. I have changed the people's names, living or dead, instances, events, sports, all that jazz. Some may be coincidental, some may be not. That is up to your imagination as my devoted listeners to my relentless reality. Healy Ace here for you, giving you the skinny of it, of no dad's rights in Illinois, no step-parents' rights in Illinois, no matter what gender. I want you guys to understand that you're not alone out there if you are a dad or if you are a parent of any type and you have another parent in your life that is has their foot over your head, that this podcast is for you guys to hear through my experiences of being a step-parent and being a... Um, a regular mom, what it is like, how it, how it makes you feel. There is somebody else out there that doesn't think it is all mermaids and unicorns, fluffs and flowers. It is hard every single day. We're all in this foxhole together. And I just want you to tune in every week so you can hear about my experiences in my foxhole. Keely Ace here, learning how to count myself in here. Hello, humans. It is another episode in the bitter diatribe of my life. Last two episodes kind of got you guys filled in on what you need in the physical, material world of what you need to uh, arm yourself to be ready to be a step-parent, or if you're already a step-parent like myself, to be more prepared. So obviously, just to make sure y'all got your stuff, you got your calendar, you got your daily planner, you got your post-it notes, and your pens. No pencils. That shit. Don't fly here. All right. You got all of your materials. You are all set and ready. With everything coming up in the holiday season, you also have to arm yourself mentally. Be ready for the fact that Thomas Kincaid, picture-perfect White Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Festivus is not what you pictured. For one, be prepared for your Christmas Eve or Christmas to look very different. If you are like some of my friends, their families always celebrated on Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day, like they virtually did nothing. I was like, that's interesting. Then there are people that I know that everything is on Christmas Day. Then there's people that I know that it's like an entire week extravaganza. And I'm like, how do I get involved with that because that sounds fabulous. I could eggnog for days, man. I'm excited. I digress. What usually happens in 90, I would say 90% of the cases is flip-flop every holiday, every Christmas. So dad gets Christmas day, usually the first Christmas after divorce, and mom gets Christmas Eve, and then blah, blah, blah. This year, the kids will be waking up Christmas day with us, which is great. We pick them up Christmas Eve at 9 p.m. So you heard that, right? Christmas Eve at 9 p.m. Mentally prepare yourself that if you have plans, like say you're gonna go out and do stuff with your friends, no, 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 no fun for you. No gummies for you. No alcohol for you because you have to pick up your stepkids at 9 o'clock. And usually they're jacked up on sugar because she overloaded them with sugar knowing that she was going to drop them off with you. That good old Krampus coming in hot. Be prepared for those 
moments to be brewing. And if you're like very traditional families that I know, some of you guys go to Christmas Eve Mass. Some of you go to Christmas Eve Mass at midnight. Try to put that in with the 9 p.m. pickup and knowing that the kids were run ragged and not fed well all day and then you're expected to drag them to church for two hours. Oh yeah, that's gonna be so much fun. Be prepared for your stepchildren to not be as grateful for gifts as you thought they would be. Also be a little bit optimistic. I caution that. Be 5% optimistic, okay? Don't go, don't go all in. Okay, 5% is all you can afford mentally. Because sometimes they end up liking something that you're just like, what the heck? I did not think they would like that for a minute. What the hell? And then they love it. And you're just like, all right, fine. <laughs> I'll take that win. Yes, 5%. But I will tell you this, 90%, you know what? Let's give it 92% of the time, they are not satisfied with what you got them. Or worse, the kicker is, they don't appreciate things when you told your family members to get them for you. That's the rough part. I uh, meticulously go through gifts and send them to my parents and my brother and his wife. And unfortunately, a lot of the times the gifts just don't hit. The frustrating part, we will get them exactly what they ask for, exactly what they want. Because their mother gives them every newest technological thing or screen device of any kind, any kind of gift from us that I would have appreciated wholeheartedly as their ages. They act like doesn't even matter. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I would have gone, oh my gosh, that is so cool. You got that. Like I would have gone insane for some of the gifts that I've got my stepchildren. Like I built one of my stepdaughters, the Elsa castle from out from frozen Two, And it was hilarious because like, we had, I had a blast building it for her and she has barely played with it. Thing cost me $159. Thank God I have another child. I can pass it down too. Also, side note with uh, all of your note taking, hello Carpal Tunnel, your calendars and your daily planners, keep yourself some small boxes, especially if you decide to have more children in the future like I did to save yourself on money because guess what? You have none. As of the money, we have no money. You have no money. So you need to save things that you spent money on that your stepchildren don't appreciate, like those jeans that they didn't wear or those tops they didn't wear. I still have the tags on. Get yourselves some bins and put aside clothes, you know, maybe two or three of each size, shirt, pants, whatever, dresses, stuff that you wanted to save. Then you can pass it on to your next child, especially like I have a 15-year-old, a soon-to-be 11-year-old, and my other daughter is two. So the 15-year-old, she passes her clothes down to the 11-year-old. You guys get it. But you can't keep all the clothes because, let's face it, nobody has that kind of closet space. If I did, I'd be a lot happier. That's for sure. Walk-in closets really solve a lot of problems. Just side note, people. Okay? I used to have a walk-in closet before I was married. Now I don't. Ugh. Those are the little sacrifices, people, that you make when it comes to being a stepmother. Do you want the walk-in closet or do you want love? It's decisions. Anyways, like I was saying, you got to remember that they're not going to appreciate everything. And honestly, I would go into this holiday season, especially if you're a step-parent for the first time, be prepared for them to hate everything. So when they do love something or they do like something, it feels that much better. And I'm only saying that because I've only done that one season <laughs> out of my six seasons as a stepmom. Honestly, it was probably the best season because it 
It made gift giving easier, It, which gift giving is my love language. So just to give you an idea of how much shit you go through as a step parent, that even your love language becomes hard to do because you've lost the ability financially and honestly, the energy to like do the things you love, to to give from the heart and to like really put your heart into it. Because honestly, your heart is shattered into a million pieces past Sunday and you're trying to find the damn pieces. You don't have those rats from Encanto, okay, with Bruno helping you out with all the pieces. I digress. You got to go into the holiday season, no matter what holiday you celebrate, being prepared for the absolute worst. So if you're a woman with uh, territorial issues, it's okay if you have them. I'm totally fine with it. I got my territorial issues. Be prepared for that woman, that succubus, that crumpus to interfere with all of your holiday plans. That's why I suggest, going back to my last week's episode, the family app, getting that, downloading it. So then you message through there, honestly, then you just get an alert on your phone that you have a message from your ex-succubus. You do not have to legally answer for 24 hours. So save yourself this holiday season, get that app, and give yourself some sanity. Because in all reality, sanity and this whole mental health and taking a break bullshit isn't a luxury for step parents and it isn't a luxury for the middle class. So this is how you do it. You prepare for the worst, you get yourself a nice cold beverage and you wait for Santa. Fuck, he's not coming. That's what really frosts my cookie. Because at the end of the day, you know, I'm still that little girl that gets excited on Christmas and I still get that ridiculous joy with Christmas music and I decorate my entire house and I go just ape shit over all the stupid decorations and love new ornaments. Every single year I find myself being slightly less joyful because I know my own personal Krampus is going to have her way in some way, shape, or form. And yes, I can hear you people out there going, well, it's your decision to let her just ruin your day and stuff like that. Yes, you are correct. It is my choice to let her have that kind of control. But at the end of the day, when there are children involved, it's really not a choice because she's going to seep in. Even if it's a simple question, now we're talking about her on Christmas, just like she wanted, just like Krampus wanted. See you guys under the mistletoe.